This is Armand Asante. Eric Newman. Eric Hansen. This is Ernesto Perez Carrillo. Hi, this is Glenn Case. Nick Perdomo. Nicholas Perdomo Jr. This is Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. This is Jim Young from Davidoff of Geneva. This <laughs> is the Cigar Authority. <laughs> the authority. Are you saying pal? On everything cigar. <laughs> In. I get it. And out of the cigar industry. I know what it entails, and I'm ready to nail it. With your host. You know, you're, you're funny. <laughs> David Garofalo. I'm funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? What the f***? so funny about me. Tell me. Mr. Jonathan. Damn it, who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Barry Stump. Sportos, motorheads, geeks, bloods, wasteoids, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. And Chuck Morrison. I am 35 years old, and I live in a van down by the river. It's time to light him up. <laughs> it's time for the Cigar Authority. Light him up, light him up, light him up, everybody. October 3rd, 2015, broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. And this week, just back from Two Guys Smoke Shop's 30th anniversary. It was a who's who's event, but I think the biggest name there was our guest today, Nelson Alfonso. If you don't know Nelson yet, you will after today. He owns the oldest cigar brand in our cigar shop, Byron, and it's been with his family for three generations. He is the creative director of Habanos and designs and creates for them. But today, he will talk about his cigars, the best cigars in my opinion. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location. This week, we're from the Mr. Jonathan Free Zone, <laughs> and the only show that doesn't just allow smoking, we insist. We demand you light up along with us. You can tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live, or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on YouTube and iTunes, where you can set it and forget it. That's it. No Mr. Jonathan today. He is away on location. He is at the Diamond Crown event, um, Diamond Crown uh, Experience. Experience. The Diamond Crown Experience in Tampa, Florida with J.C. Newman, Eric and Bobby Newman, along with, I guess, 100 other people across the country. And he will check in with us um, on the next hour, and we'll see how things are going down there. But um, let's get to it. Um, I'm, I'm happy to say I've been chain smoking these for a few days because uh, we did a. I'm a little uh, jealous. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> but um, here is uh, the Byron Poema. Byron Poema uh, from Nelson Alfonso. So, what do we know about this, Barry? Well, Byron has grown to six sizes, and today we are smoking the Poema, which measures four and seven eighths by 52. The cigar is blended to be reminiscent of Cuban cigars for the 19th century using undisclosed tobaccos, and it comes from Nelson Alfonso and Selected Tobacco. And this is part of the Cigar Authority care package. And actually, this cigar alone is more expensive yes. than the whole package. <laughs> yes, including the shipping and everything. Yes. This is all by itself. So that's the idea of the uh, Cigar Authority care package, and I'm not going to guarantee you things like this every time. And I know I've been saying it time after time each month. But um, you never know what you're going to get. It's, it's, it's a gamble of what's going to happen. The Cigar Authority Care Package is four cigars per month, all to be smoked on the air that following month. $19.99 per month. It includes free shipping. Um, lots of listeners requested a sample pack of the cigars 
that we are going to smoke during the show. I didn't realize that it was going to cost me a small fortune to do this. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a losing proposition. Yeah. But uh, if you're interested in doing it, um, the next ones uh, go out at the end of the month. So if you sign up, uh, we're going to we ring you up automatically. The, the credit card gets rung. You're going to get a confirmation email that says your package is sent. Uh, but but that's not. just uh, it's part of the software because yeah. normally your packages are sent right away through two guys. Yeah. But this will be held to the last Monday of the month when it will ship. It'll ship. And then uh, the fall, that Saturday uh, begins that month, and we may or may not smoke a cigar on there. But during the course of the month, we'll get through the four cigars that are there. Um, and it'll be based on who we're going to have on the show and um, which cigars we're going to smoke, obviously. So, uh, to be honest with you, we don't know till it gets close to it. But when you hear us talk about the uh, what's coming up on the Cigar Authority, it should give you a good indication of what's going to be in the care package. A lot of people figured out what this month's package was going to be yeah. based upon the schedule. Sure. So uh, that's the magic of what's going to happen, and uh, we want to get you the limited releases. We want to get you the new cigars that are hitting the shelf and, and the big deals that are coming on. Uh, but it, it's, it's a, it's a crapshoot. You, know, you don't know what you're going to get. And uh, thank you for taking the chance with it, and I, and I think everybody's been pleased. When you enroll, you are in until you say stop. So every single month we're going to automatically do it. At any time you can uh, say, okay, that's it, I quit. And uh, from what I understand, we had one person do that. Yes, we had one person back out um, due to unemployment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually had somebody email me this week wanting to pick up his package for the next <laughs> six months. He wanted to pay it forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Isn't that nice? Yeah. So uh, if, if you're interested, you'll find it on the right-hand column of the Cigar Authority uh, sign up, and we have over 200 people already, and um, we're going to get to a point where we're going to say, okay, that's enough, but uh, right now, we're still still accepting membership. Right. You can only lose so much money. There we go, right? <laughs> it's like the worst business in the world. The more people that sign up, the worse you go in the hole, so we're going to have to stop the bleeding at some point. Okay, uh, let's give this uh, uh, cigar a light and cut. Um, fantastic cigar. It, you know, just looking at the cap before I destroy it and cut it, I mean, how beautiful. The cigar is gorgeous. It yeah. has like a reddish-brown wrapper, uh, two bands, uh, one with the Bilin logo, and the secondary lets us know that it's uh, it's been aged for three years. Yeah. So looking yeah. forward to lighting this At, at least three years, and there's different blends of it, and this is the um, the oldest blend, which is the 19th century blend. This is when Byron started in the 1800s. Uh, Nelson will come on and tell us about that in the next segment, but uh, let's get to it. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand that, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And it was great to see Nick Perdomo and his wife Janine up here uh, because we're just coming off of the anniversary party. What a party. I'm going to tell a little about that. And I have a little uh, something to um, thank the, the people, something to thank everybody who helped me. Yep. 30 years, milestone for me. Uh, so today we're going to be lighting up the cigar with the Vertigo Twister, which features the past vertical bullet cutter on the bottom, yep. quad flame. Mm. It's in the shape of a wedge. It has that patented big-ass tank. Four, you know, four jets, you would think this would be an expensive lighter. It's not. Twenty-seven ninety. $27.90. It's crazy. Nelson saw it. He may buy 2,000 of them. <laughs> <laughs> he already talked to the people at Vertigo. He's like, I think I can use this. Uh, 
you're saying the wedge, and, yeah. and the wedge is that it, it's thin on one side and thicker on the other, and it's actually um, the thin part that goes in your hand that it makes it, I've been trying to say this word since this morning, aeroglamically. Aerodynamically. Ergonomically. 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 <laughs> I'll stay away from that. There we go. There were a few possibilities there. Yeah. You could also use it to prop open a door. Mm. So. But I like the way it feels in the hand. Yeah, I that's like the, the way the cigar it. tastes on its initial light. Yeah. Very smooth, very refined. Uh, Luxurious. I, I went right into it because I've, I've literally been chain smoking it. We did an event here last night. I smoked one before the event. I smoked one during the event. And I smoked one after the event of the same exact cigar we're smoking now. Um, very interesting days I've spent with Nelson and the different things we, we did. We actually even took an Atabay three months ago, took the wrapper off it, put a broadleaf when we went and got that Connecticut, aged Connecticut right. broadleaf, wrapped around when we got back, and then all this time it's been sitting there just to... to Get rid of the ammonia. Yeah, and, and uh, we smoked it together. It's up there with the worst cigar I've ever smoked. <laughs> oh, God. Because of the wrapper... You know, a little bit of a wrapper that made that dramatic change. It was wow. just amazing of what ended up happening. Was the wrapper already cured? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he gave us some old stuff in case we oh, wanted yeah, to do right. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Mikey put it on there um, the next day, right. and uh, we let it sit there, and I was looking forward to doing it, and neither of us could get past a quarter of the right. cigar. It was that bad. Of what ended it up probably happening. wasn't fermented. It was probably just the tobacco that was hanging from the barns. No, no, this was already fermented well, yeah. and everything. Yeah, okay. he said the stuff is ready to go if you want to play around with it. Okay, absolutely, and couldn't think of a better thing to do than because right. uh, last night at the uh, Nelson Alfonso event, people said, "Would you ever make Atabe in a Maduro?" And Nelson said, "No," and he knew no because of. We just went through it. Uh, maybe different with uh, San Andreas, maybe different with something else, but with U.S. Connecticut Broadleaf on an Atabay, doesn't work. <laughs> you know, it's you, certain things just don't mix, right? Yeah. And, th- and that's it. So, Dave, uh, I got a flavor right off the bat. Yeah. I got a dark chocolate going on. Mm. I got a little bit of espresso on top of there that dark go. chocolate. Yeah. Chocolatey it's coffee. Smooth. Yeah. It's smooth. Awesome cigar. Yeah. My second favorite cigar. And what's your favorite? Atabay. One of two cigars to only get 100 ratings yes. on the Cigar Authority. Awesome. Uh, there's no denying it. I mean, the people last night, and we had a, a crowd of uh, 50 people that were here, and ev- everybody uh, loving it, and uh, even the manufacturers and all that stuff. I just can't praise the guy enough of uh, what he's created here. It's unbelievable. This is the first time I ever met him. Oh, really? Yep, never no met kidding. Nelson until this week. No. Well, a lot of people, because he's... He's worldwide, but not U.S. known. So you're going to know him today because we're going to get into uh, asking him some uh, important questions, and he may or may not answer them. Pleading the fifth. Yeah, he pleads the fifth, the Fifth Amendment, (laughs) which is you don't have to say the answer. He doesn't know. Cuba. Yeah, yeah. So they they can't say a lot of things. Okay, so he's used to it. He's used to it. (laughs) So the two guys, 20... 30th anniversary party uh, just took place earlier this week on Wednesday. Barry, your first time my ever. My first time ever. I've been to events from when I had my own retail shop. I've been to events from the manufacturer side. I've been to events from the consumer side. This, by far, was the most amazing event I've ever been to. You went from David Garofalo, two guys owner, 
to David Garofalo, game show host. Game show host. It's, it was it was friggin' awesome. And we tried to explain before, but it's very hard to explain of yes. what happens, right? right? I mean, it's nonstop action yeah. that, that went on. Uh, Las Vegas Entertainment. It was Bella Strings. We we didn't want to say in advance what it was. These are the girls on the electric violins. Which uh, you had first saw the year that you wanted Davidoff yes. Golden Band Award. Right. They were the entertainment at the Davidoff yeah. dinner. So I went up to him. I said, what, what is it going to take to get you girls to come up here and do the event over there? It's amazing. The answer is yes. Money. Right. It, it all stems <laughs> down Money to the everything. Thing. Yeah, that's it. That's I it. wouldn't mind buying the brunette for the night, but... <laughs> So they, they, they were elegant, they were beautiful, uh, and they played so beautiful. And so as the music was playing, I took a little walk around to see how it sounded in the back end. Or when people were talking to me, and person after person after person says, they're faking it. They're lip-syncing. This is not really happening. Right. They're not playing like that. And I said, no, they're really playing like that. And they go, no, I'm not buying it. So it, it just kept going over and over. Yeah. And then I meet the sound guy uh, down towards the stage area, and he says, uh, people are coming up to me telling me that this is fake and everything. I said, the same thing happened to me. Yeah. He says, well, can you get a, you know, after they finish the next song, get on the microphone and explain to them that this is for real, and uh, if they want to play some a cappella with no soundtrack behind them or something? Mm -hmm. And I said, Sure. Because yeah, so, the drums and the guitars were yeah, yeah. all background. Right, you know. and then they come on with, with the lead of the, yeah. the violins. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, sure. And the thing came over, you know, uh, they finished the song, and I went on and said, you know, people out there think this is fake. Mm -hmm. It better not be because I paid an awful lot of money. They better not be faking mm -hmm. this thing. Uh, can I ask you girls to do a little a cappella? And they did The Devil Went Out Down went to Georgia. Went Down to Georgia. Went down, Classic acapella. violins rock song. Yeah. You know. Oh, my God. Awesome. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So they, they proved that, 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 that uh, it was for real. Wow. And um, all the different manufacturers getting up as this is it's an elimination type of night that each group gets eliminated. Each cigar brand gets eliminated. Mm -hmm. And they get up and say a little something nice and talk about their cigar. And we just keep doing elimination. And, um, you know, I said earlier that um, this, this is how it is, that we're giving away a brand-new Mercedes, $30,000 or both. And it depends how the game played. I have no idea how this thing is going to wrap up myself. It's deal or no deal meets the cigar industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you got all the letters in these money bags. People yeah. pick a letter, something gets eliminated. Yeah. It was awesome. We had all electric guitars. Um, I saw that on Facebook. Yeah, so two for each manufacturer. And when a team was eliminated, we would bring the manufacturer up. Pick one of the electric guitars. as a white one or a black one. Which ones do you want? And they would get it. And then um, the other one would go to the losing team, one person from the losing team, another elimination type of thing of somebody ends up getting that. So one of two goes to uh, one of the person in the group. So uh, there was prizes going on all night until it gets down to the end. And then it's $1,000 to $30,000 in a Mercedes. Which one is this last guy going to end up with? But we're giving away a brand-new Mercedes, $30,000 or both. One of those things are going to go. Or both. Or both. So it, how both would happen is if the guy won the Mercedes-Benz, the 30000 got split between the audience. If the guy at the end won $30,000 and the Mercedes was eliminated... $30,000 went, and that's all. 
but we're giving away 30000 no matter what, or Mercedes and the 30000 or whatever's going to happen. So how it ended up is there's two guys at the very end, and not, not only is it deal or no deal, but I'm offering the money to get out, and I bought two people's uh, the, on the last group. I bought their things for 500 or or $1,000 each or whatever it was, those people. Right. So I had two chances myself of winning. One gets eliminated. There's two people left. There's me. And uh, I end up eliminating myself. Yeah, one of, you, one of yours were eliminated. Yeah, but I'm still in but it. But you're the still last in it one time. So there's like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen thousand dollars left. It's going to be one of those things. And I offered each one of these guys five thousand dollars a piece, and they said okay. But there was nineteen at play. Yeah. I couldn't believe they said yeah. Yep. So. They got $10,000, and the audience got $20,000 split between the 500 people, which ended up $40. $40. So they have a little gift certificate inside their um, amp, uh, amplifier box, which was a box of cigars. Which was awesome. You you walk in, you get this lunchbox that looks like an amp, Mm. which ties into the guitars on stage. Which they don't know what's happening. Right. And you don't have to walk around going, can I have my cigar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Can I have my cigar? (laughs) Yeah. You got it. You were able to sit down. You were able to enjoy the show. Five-course dinner. And uh, it was was a great time. And the problem is now, and we'll end up having a meeting next week. You'll be the first time involved in this. You saw what happened. How do we make it better than that? Very difficult. Very difficult. And this has been going on for years and years. How do we make it better than that? How does everybody be happy? You know, we want the manufacturer happy. We want the consumer happy. And I don't have to be ecstatic, but I can't take too big of a beating. Right. You know, like the, the uh, care package. You know? <laughs> it can't be too big of a beat. So uh, You want to keep a roof over your head. Right. We still got to pay some bills anyway. So I, I put a little uh, reflection of the past 30 years. I just want to read it out uh, tonight, today. Because, I yeah. don't know if we want to mention it, if I'm jumping the gun. Yeah. But you got a gorgeous gift from Nick Perdomo. Yes, I did. Oh, yeah. I did. Uh, a special humidor carved out of wood. Mahogany. Yeah, 30 different mahogany woods. Even the hinge is made of wood. Um, and Garofalo cigars in it with the 30th anniversary. Beautiful, beautiful. I tell everybody, I don't want you getting up on the stage and saying it, you know, turning it into a love fest of David Garofalo and Two Guys Smoke Shop. Which it was. Yeah, and, and I say it to them before the, the thing even starts. And... During our anniversaries, we give gifts, not you give gifts. We give the gift. And he told me earlier in the night, I have something i got to give you. And I go, don't, don't even do it. And he's like, no, no, I'm doing it. So very beautiful, wow. very beautiful. I said, I'll share. Uh, I'll probably go down and see him in January and bring a couple and smoke them with him. And I'm going to politic. There's five weeks in this month, but there were only four cigars in the care package. I'm going to politic right now that we smoke one of those on the fifth week. I'm just trying to weasel a cigar. That's what it comes yeah. down to. So. <laughs> I'm dying to try it, too, but I wanted to smoke it with him. And he didn't pop, if he popped in that, that next day or something in the store, I was going to light it up with him. But we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, a uh, lot of people to thank uh, for 30 years in the cigar business. Uh, for me, uh, it's hard to believe it's been 30 years. Uh, I reflect on how it happened for me and wondered where the time has gone. The first Two Guys Smoke Shop opened in 1985 in Somerville, Massachusetts. I opened it with my lifelong buddy, Paul Antonelli, uh, who I consider a brother. Uh, he now lives in Florida, uh, not in the cigar business. Actually, after one year, Paul decided the cigar business wasn't for him 
So I asked my brother John if he would fill in Paul's spot because two guys needed, obviously, two guys. And uh, just a short time later, two guys outgrew its small 200-square-foot store. That's how uh, little our store was when we opened, into a bigger 500-square-foot store, which is uh, smaller than this room that we're in now. And uh, by 1987, another store was open in East Boston, Massachusetts, uh, along with uh, an early start of a mail-order catalog division. We started selling cigars to people, our customers who moved away. That was the idea of it. We wanted to keep them even though they moved away. Another year passed, and another two-guy smoke shop opened in Everett, Massachusetts, which was me and my brother's hometown. That's where we grew up. A short time later, the cigar boom of 1990 began, and we were in the right place, as they say, at the right time. In July 1996, Massachusetts added its first tax to cigars, 12%, after a single-handed losing battle to fight that tax. Um, Nobody would join me. I fought by myself and made the risky decision at that point to pack up the cigars and take my business 30 miles north uh, over the border, exit one off Route 93 in tax-free Salem, New Hampshire. Um, that was the idea of it. This is a state we didn't even do business with. Overnight, the cigars were hauled over the border to avoid the floor tax. A floor tax is a tax that needs to be paid immediately on product you have in stock unsold. This is product that we built up for 10 years. It took us 10 years to get the money up to buy the product, and the government wanted 12% of it in one day. To be honest with you, we couldn't pay the tax. So it was a risky decision to make the move, but they kind of made the decision for us because we had no choice but to move over because we couldn't pay the, pay the tax in the first place. So we had to start all over again after 10 years. New location, which... Uh, was the only one actually available, so it wasn't a lot of thought process in that, uh, is across the street from where we are right now. Uh, it was 2,500 square feet. Remember, we were operating from 200 square feet to 500 square feet. 2,500 square feet. Lodging in all three of our shops combined in an estate where we never did business before, <coughs> ever. Business was amazing right from the start. Uh, some of our best customers traveled 30 miles or more just to keep doing business with us. And many more followed. It wasn't long before Two Guys became New England's highest volume retail cigar shop. And that's thanks to our loyal customers, some of which we see still on a regular basis. In August 2002, Massachusetts increased its tax to 30%. And a lot of the new folks began to travel north uh, to Two Guys and became new loyal customers. Suddenly, Two Guys outgrew its tremendous location, which is 2,500 square feet. And we actually bought the building across the street, 8,000 square feet, uh, formerly Apple Computer Town. This was an Apple retail store, one of the few. And a full rehab was done on this computer store to turn into a cigar shop. And on Saturday, January 4th, 2003, along with 18 inches of snow that day, that was our grand opening, Wow! Uh, came hundreds of cigar fanatics to see what is, was now the world's largest in size cigar store. And it may still be. I don't know. Have you ever seen anything bigger it's, than that? It's close. Yeah? On October 2005, Two Guys Smoke Shop opened its next location, this time Exit 1 off Route 95 in Seabrook, New Hampshire. October 2007, Two Guys purchased its third location, this time on the corner of Spitbrook Road and Daniel Webster Highway, formerly Hooters Restaurant that went under. 
who does went under. And this time, uh, again, first exit into New Hampshire, coincidentally, exit one off Route 3 in Nashua, New Hampshire. Exit one off every major highway. Coincidentally. Coincidentally. You know, I just wanted to keep my Massachusetts business. That was the whole idea of this whole thing. Actually, no coincidence about it. Uh, we were driving customers to us uh, as we became the destination point. Another complete rehab was conducted, and a new 6,000-square-foot facility was born on April 19, 2008. So it's hard to believe 30 years has passed since opening the doors at Two Guys Smoke Shop for the first time. At this little tiny shop in Somerville, Massachusetts in 1985, and I drive by it once in a while just to look at it and remember the dreams I had of success, but honestly, I never imagined the success we have already seen. Today, Two Guys Smoke Shop uh, is a success from our tiny world uh, known through cigar fanatics uh, throughout the country now, and amazingly, in some cases, and Nelson tells me this, throughout the world, people know of this cigar store. So how did it happen? I would like to uh, think it was from lots of hard work and dedication from our staff uh, that has really paid off, and I believe it is. Uh, I did work very hard myself, but certainly got a lot of help, and I'm extremely grateful for all those who has worked for me now and for the ones that moved on. Each one of them certainly helped push two guys forward in good times and bad times, along with uh, the ways uh, of the past 30 years. Thank you to each and every one of them for helping me along the way. To all the manufacturers, the brand owners, the reps who participated in lots of crazy events and promotions that we did, and we do lots of them. Uh, standing in our shop, shaking hands with our customers, creating special cigars, merchandising and marketing along with us. We couldn't have done it without you, and that's a fact. Manufacturers who started as I did, when I did, who I felt grew up along with us, thank you also very much. To my family, including uh, some of them who aren't with me any longer, including my father, John, who actually passed away 18 years ago. He actually died in the shop from an aneurysm. Uh, I wish you could see what was accomplished. My brother, who died at unexpectedly 11 years ago, uh, would be very proud. My wife, Laurie, who allowed me to be married to her and the business at the same time, um, and put up with my endless work, weeks, years. Um, and to my daughter, Gianna, uh, who basically shares the business her whole life, uh, has been there. Uh, her birthday is tomorrow, uh, 21 years. We've been doing this for 30 years. This is her whole life. Uh, thank you to my mother, Angela, who's still with me and continues to push me forward my entire life, pushing me to go forward and build. Uh, she continues to push me to this day. Um, Enough already. And she smokes cigars, too. She, she does. She lit up at the uh, anniversary party. Yeah. So thank you very much. And um, thank you to the many people for helping me uh, achieve this milestone. Uh, as customers go, uh, they continue to support and be loyal to me. Thank you. Um, I certainly couldn't do it without them. They are the key role. The employees, I mean, the customer is the key reason. Uh, they've always been there for me for one reason or another. They show up, and it's the only reason why I show up and my employees show up to work every day. It's the customers who, by word of mouth, help build our customer base as cheerleaders, and that's what they are. They, they cheer for us. Uh, I can't thank them enough. Their loyalty has taken me places I could have never dreamed of before. 
Uh, very excited for the future of a Two Guys Smoke Shop. I plan, uh, I have a plan, and we'll continue to support our customers in the future uh, as they expect Two Guys Smoke Shop to do as we've grown all these years. Uh, with 30 years under my belt, all I can say about it right now is you haven't seen anything yet. I know there's lots of choices for cigar smokers to spend their hard-earned money and honored and thankful for them to choose Two Guys Smoke Shop. Thank you very much. Thank so that you, is it. Dave. That is it. Needed to be said. Sorry to waste everybody's time, but needed to be said. Uh, an unbelievable event, and we have big plans. Uh, I have thoughts in my mind. I have two great ideas already for next year. We'll get into it next week. But this actually takes a year of planning to pull these things off. If you got a chance to go, and you know three people from Canada. Um, wow. Michigan was represented in yeah. uh, Charlie Pataris from, I believe, Tennessee. Was yeah, yeah. Nice. We had another guy from Tennessee drive up uh, the day before. Drove For a New up Hampshire to retailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I mean, we sell cigars. We're a cigar store. I mean, that's what it is. It's it's crazy, and it's it's, it's just unbelievable that that uh, we can say internationally that. attended. Right, right. Cuba, <laughs> Cuba was represented. Cuba was represented. So it was awesome. Anyway, next Saturday uh, he was the blender. For Drew Estates, and he left to start his own brand, Nick Malillo, uh, a.k.a. Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Uh, in his new cigar, El Wilwinse. Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> Close Joins enough. us. Horrible name for a cigar. A terrible. Let me say that before I don't say it in front of his face, because it's G-U-E. I'm going to tell him right at the show. Yeah. How is a cigar that's spelled G-U-E, G-U-E, N-S-E, pronounced Wawense? Yeah. It makes no sense. It's really weird, but who knows? It's in Nashua, they're calling it uh, El Guayanese. <laughs> <laughs> no, and Nelson is Cuban, and he, he spoke that this morning. He saw that. What is this? And he says, terrible. He says, even the Cuban wouldn't say this word. It's like not even slang. It's, it means the wise man. Right. This is one that they should have called the wise man and not go to the Cuban. Yeah. Don Pepin Garcia cigars, he called it my father, not Padre, whatever my father is, right. whatever, right? Some of these you've got to actually go to English, and I would recommend that, but it's too late, and this is what he did. I don't even know, no. uh, Nick. I hear great, great things about him, but uh, it would be great to meet him next yeah. week and talk to him, but I figured let me get this out of my system. Now, him and Saka both went down the route of names that are hard <laughs> to pronounce. So, so anyway, uh, that is it. Um, your thoughts on uh, Byron so far? I'm getting uh, some tangerine notes. Tangerine. All right. I still got the chocolate going. You got a little it, dry tangerine. I, I don't know if it's like sweetness from whiskey or whatever. There's a little sweetness yeah. there in the back end of it anyway, but I've been talking a lot and not smoking a lot, so uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change that when we bring Nelson Alfonso back. When we come back, he is the creative genius behind lots of Cuban limited releases. He creates and designs these things. Uh, it's unbelievable, including Cohiba Bihike and lots of other stuff, but today we're going to talk to Nelson Alfonso about his family brand. It's called Byron. That's what we're smoking right now. And we'll be back with him. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Back. 
Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next? How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yeah, it costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Five bucks and a comfortable chair. Genius! <laughs> Meet the perfect cigar to share with friends. Brickhouse by J.C. Newman. Handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper. Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well-rounded and smooth. Nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse. For more, visit BrickhouseCigars.com. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah. They're delicious, too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say, it's La Giana Havana. Oh, yeah. Walking in, you're greeted with the aroma of friendship. You move to the humidor and reach into the hallmark molded steel box, retrieving the only cigar worthy of such elegant protection. Your cut is meticulous. The light, easy and full. Your taste buds are immediately inundated with a barrage of wood and rare spice flavors, all finished with a trademark plume of smoke. Moscow City Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. 
Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Rudy from the chat box up in Canada, where, yes, we celebrate Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Hanukkah. We even have electricity and the internet. You're listening to the Cigar Authority right here on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. And we're back live from the Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, a weekly broadcast now over five years running about cigars and the nonsense surrounding them. What is the best cigar I've ever smoked? I don't keep it a secret anymore. It's actually a tie. It's pretty close. And the guy that's with us actually makes both of them. Uh, he's, he's the hottest thing in the industry as far as I'm concerned. It's a big deal to have him here. I'm honored to have him here. Uh, welcome back to the Cigar Authority, Nelson Alfonso. Thanks so much. It's an honor to me to be here in the Cigar Authority with all of you. Yes. So... Um, when did Byron first come out, and how did you get your hands back on it? Yes, the Byron, Byron brand was uh, started in 80, uh, 1850, uh, around in the, na- in the 19th century. It was uh, a little cigar factory owned by, by, my, by my family uh, six generations ago. Yep. There was a little factory there, uh, who produced Byron among, among three other brands. And they keep it in the in the 19th century, 50 years, around 49 to 50 years, and they became bankrupt. And the, in the beginning of the night of the of the 19, in 1902, they sold it to another company because they was in bankrupt for some debt they had to pay for construction. So, uh, in those days, there it was a lot of of little factory in Cuba. There mm. was around around 3,000, 3,000 brands registered. That, uh, all in one country? All in one country, yeah. 3,000. And, and the researchers say that uh, there was more, but a lot of people didn't even register the brand. So uh, there was uh, about, if we can say, uh, 25 big factories in those days yeah. that we all know a lot of them from now, Joyo uh, de Monterrey, Partagas, there was big factory, but there was a lot of later, a lot of little family factories. Then the in the 20th century, uh, this uh, this brand was used like a secondary brand to that it was made by uh, a big factory who 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 done this brand to others, and then then Menendez. 
well, Menendez factory do this to to other uh, to other owners. Also, Partagas have made this uh, in those days. Partagas made. Yes, but Byron. by the second, but, but it was not important. That wasn't you know like today that you hire factory to put your your brand on. Yeah, yeah, one of the small brands. Um, exactly. So it was always a, sm a small brand. So the and then in the in the in after revolution. Uh, we in Cuba they only made uh, maybe 30 around 30 brand until today so this was so they go from from thousands of cigars thousands of, of brands, brands of, of brand to 30 survive 30 well le less maybe th uh, 25 because the other five have been made in after the revolution right right like guava uh, like uh, San Cristobal de la Habana yeah. Beike. What well, Beike is just now is a brand also, but it is the line. It's a line of Cohiba. Yes. Beike is. Uh, it is a line like Cohiba that have a Siglo, that have a classic, that have Maduro, and have Beike. Yes. Just right now. So then uh, we didn't have the the brand in, in all these years, and uh, in 1998, I was the first person who registered again a trademark in Cuba, being Cuban. In those days, uh, back to Byron goes back to your family at that again, point. Yes. again after after all those years, and then I started to make. Uh, I have to use the brand, and I done it uh, into. I put it in ashtray, cigar, another cutter, cigar accessories, accessories, yes, accessory. And then it was in uh, from 1998 to to. Uh, to all these years, and five years ago, we decided to to make our cigars, Byron cigars, in Costa Rica. Yes, uh, we wanted to to do cigars because we have all the experience and we wanted to use it, and and we bring the tobacco plants uh, from from other countries, bringing to Costa Rica. Yeah. Because we only do that, we have a warehouse, and then we hire a, a factory who, who do all yes. our cigars. This is a unique thing, that you don't have a factory in Costa Rica. You go to a factory, you empty it out, all their stuff, you bring all yours in, mm -hmm. and in a few weeks, in you a couple make of weeks. nothing but your cigars, then you take all your materials and everything back out, and bring, give their people back the cigars that yes. they make. Exactly. Because and a couple times a year. Couple of times a year because in uh, we only make uh, Byron and Atabe because I, uh, in this factory we make Byron and Atabe and Bandolero. But yes. Byron and Atabe is a very limited uh, production, right. so we only do twenty five thousand of of cigar a year of each brand. So we are talking about fifty thousand cigars. Right. If we divide that by by a box that normally have 25 yes. units, it is 1,000 bucks a year. Right. Hmm. That's why one of, of our reference, we only do 200 bucks of these, uh, maybe 500 bucks of the yeah. other ones. So, we, we so you could have, say, six rollers working all year, or mm. exactly. you go down for two weeks and right. take the whole factory over, exactly. watch every cigar that's made yourself personally, be there, eyes on it, the whole time, take care of it all, putting in the aging room. Yes, because then uh, when we go, we, I go with my son, uh, with a couple of friends to control all the, the production. They yeah. are very skilled people who do the, the, the rolling of in, sure. the, in this factory. This factory do also cigars to others. 
Uh, in Costa Rica, maybe they have only four factories. Mm. All of them are very, very small. Very yeah. small. Then we bring the cigars once it's made to to Miami to our warehouse where we aging them for the minimum three years. We can do that aging for a minimum three three years because it is only uh, fifty thousand cigars. Right, you know? right. So it it can be made. Uh, it can be. And so we store them, in and we put a lot of attention in the. To aging them in so in what what if some what if fifty one thousand cigars want to be sold? Not more cigars. Do you take it from next year's? No, just now we are doing the cigar that we are going to to uh, to sold it, it distributed in the in the next three years. Now we are doing. You're the making production. the cigars for three yeah. years from now. Yes, that's yes. it. Not before. Not before. Yeah. Not before. Uh, Bandolero is how one of the brands that we put only one year or two. Bandolero, yes. yes. That it is made with the same leaves, but we, but uh, with the leaves that will be not going to Atabella and Byron. That is why we use it for Bandolero. Aesthetically. Stat- only the look of it, not the taste. The taste maybe is a little bit different because uh, the aging is uh, changed a lot right. of the quality of the cigar. So what if you took a Bandolero and you saved it for three years? Would it turn into a Byron? Not exactly. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Just trying to find a cheaper way around this, <laughs> no, no. Be- because your cigars are pricey. Yes, yes. W- one of the reasons, the, not only the packing, because I cannot say that the cigar is expensive because they have a, a expensive packing. Mm. Almost uh, in Costa Rica, all the cigars, is, uh, all the tobacco plants that you bring in, to- in Costa Rica, you had to pay a lot of tax, thirty percent. That yes. is the only country. That um, that it have so high price for the raw material, then we have to make all this process and aging and and uh, and, and do the warehouse and to the to Costa Rica and then we have to pay again and other taxes when it in, in here to United so, States. So you're paying it's more, but you don't have to if you went somewhere else. But I have a theory hmm. of why you go to Costa Rica, because there are four very small factories. You can get in and out really fast, and nobody sees what you do. Probably, probably. Pretty good? It's it's more easy to go to Costa Rica than the other place. It's quick because you're very secretive. And I've known you for a couple of years, and I get a little more, each time I see you, I get a little more added to to my story, which I don't say, (laughs) but I have more, and a little more gets put together. And I think someday everyone, a connoisseur, the people that smoke the cigar know what how special this is. Not the packaging. The packaging is beautiful. The packaging is too beautiful, as you say. Yes, yes, yes. Because it takes away from the cigar itself that they say, oh, the packaging is beautiful. But and I know the people from Cigar Aficionado actually wrote about how beautiful the packaging and for once the packaging matches with the cigar itself. Yes, yes, that that is one of our, our big fr- frustration because a lot of of consumer buy our cigars for the packing. Yes, and in in the event I have been even in two guys smoke shop and in other place people buy very appreciate and they go with the with the cigar pack with the cigars in on those pack and they never ask me about the what about this cigar so yeah, we yeah. put more attention in the cigar and people don't ask me how yeah. so that's something sometimes it's very frustrating so byron we're talking byron three gener- three centuries of 
the brand that's been out there. So you made three century blends, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, Siglo 21. Yes, yes. What we pretend to do, I always say that is we pretend to do, is to, to match the blender how it was in those days. Yes. Because uh, uh, in those days, uh, the the how to say, more strong cigars. They, yes. they made more, more strong cigars. You, you believe in I the 1800s they were stronger. Yes, you believe, yes. but you don't know. I mean, nobody knows. It's impossible to, to know. Anyone who smoked them is not here He's with not us. here now. Yes. So. so that's why we put the Byron uh, uh, 19, because it was in the... Which 18. is what we're smoking, and that's the Poema and the Petit Poema. And the Petit Poema have more strength. Yes. It's, more little, it's more strong. Yeah. Strong for our my reference. It is what we call strong here in the United States. Maybe is uh, medium to strong. Yes. Because here in the United States, in the in the last year, with the Nicaragua and that brand, yeah. the strength have 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 one point over. What we call strong in Cuba, maybe it is a medium medium here, or for the American yes. reference. So yes. that's what I call the strong. But maybe it is strong to full. Yeah. And then the the vino of the yellow packs. Which is the 20th century blend. The 20th century. Londonese. Uh, Londonese. That is what we call medium. Medium. Okay. That here maybe is medium to low, but it is, I think it's matched the medium of the United States taste. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the Byron, the last one is the 21st century. Which is where we are now. This is your creation, Nelson Alfonso creating Byron, not... Your grandfather and exactly. great great grandfather. Exactly. Yeah. We we always have tried to use the design of our and the image of our all the century how it was in those days. Sure. So the Byron twenty first century, it is uh, an, another cigar is Byron with uh, with a less strength. It's not so much. Strength. We done this year uh, Byron uh, Gran Poemas and Byron. Uh, Habaneros. Yes, so Byron, Grand Poema, which would be the 19th century blend, very different though yeah. than the others, and uh, Habanero, Habaneros, which is the 20th century, but very different than the others. Very different. We put them in tubes. The difference is that the wrapper, we use a wrapper from Ecuador. That on the regular Byrons. On, on, on all, all our wrapper is from Ecuador, but okay. this is more, uh, not dark. It is like an uh, w- this wrapper is different than the other of Byron. More like the like the Atabe. Actually, Atabe. actually mm-hmm. we use the wrapper of Atabe. Atabe wrapper on a on a Byron. On those only two reference to yeah. have a, a, we can say a half Byron or half Atabe. Yes, yes, yes. Very, very unique cigar. Very uh, unique from, cigar. The, from it. Uh, the confusing thing, the problem I have is uh, when it comes to just Byron, I don't know which one I like the best. I love them all, but I don't know which one I love the best. Yes, probably you will like more this uh, because you, I know you like more Atabe. Yeah. So probably the best you, if for match your, your paladar, is the Byron Gran Poema and Habanero because it is a half Byron, a half Atabe. Yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah. that can be. Yeah. Your, so do you have a personal favorite as to which Byron you prefer? Which one is your favorite child? Normally we cannot say that we have a, sh- a child, <laughs> right, but yeah. uh, the other one. I like them bo- all, all of them. They're all different, and it's, it's what, but it, even though it's the same brand, they're very different from each other. But there's characteristics that are the same 
uh, because of what's happening inside the cigar. A lot of manufacturers, when they give me a cigar, they ask me as a retailer what, uh, and I need to know this myself, what is it like on other brands? What other brand would most be like this cigar? Impossible with your cigars. They are truly unique to anything else. There's nothing that is even similar to it. It's got to be the tobacco that's in there that is different than other people's tobacco because, listen, everybody uses Ecuador. A lot of people use Ecuador as a wrapper. Yes, yes. But, but there's something different in there. Do you want to talk about any you know, different tobaccos? Why, your, why yours is, tastes different? Yes. Uh, I will o- always like to, to make a, c- uh, a cigar similar than the Cuban cigars. Yeah. But it's not possible because the Cuban cigar is only made in Cuba with right. 100% Cuban cigar with, right. the, with the wrapper of Cuban and binder and filler. Uh, so may, the I think that one of the that is thing that difference of with the other one is because we use a lot of aging of, of them. But you age very different than other people do. Yes, we use we put a lot of attention in the aging and the, we use uh, five different of cedar in our aging room. This is what I was leading to. I'm leading <coughs> the question to get you to mention this. Uh, yes. I, I learned a lot about it last night at your presentation that the room is not just a cedar room. It is a cedar room built with percentages of different cedar from around the world to accomplish different things. So Absolutely. get a little into that. Absolutely. Uh, we don't use f- uh, f- fumigation to our cigar. And, uh, and uh, we need also that cigar have, uh, have, uh, an a- have been aged with cedar. So uh, we use cedar from, from Mexico. We use cedar from Lebanon a, a little bit. Western cedar also, and Nicaragua, and uh, a part of them is also from Cuban cedar. Uh, each each of them, of those cedar, have different, uh, give them to the cigar different uh, improvement. For example, the Western cedar, we use it to avoid the, the beetles, the mugs. Yeah. And then we, we, we don't need to fumigate, fumigate them. Right. Yes. And and then the it's just same like the Nicaragua cedar is very good against the the mugs. Then the Lebanon cedar, cedar from Lebanon, Lebanon cedar from Cuba, it gives a lot of 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 smell of, of aroma of aroma, yeah, yes. of 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 aroma of the, to the cigar. And what we do during these two or three years minimum. Uh, that we reduce the humidity of the of the room. We r- r- reduce it yeah. in, instead 65, 70. We use it to have it in 45 to 15 uh, grade of humidity. So the cigar will be drying, and when it's drying, it absorbs all the the cedar smell of yeah. all these three, five countries of cedar. Sure. And then slowly. We again put the um, humidity yeah. up, and then it's, it's like then breathe away and breathe in during all this year. Up I have been down many, many, many times. Many times. Many, I years. think that years. And it, you make the cigar breathe in, breathe, breathe out, out, breathe it, out. And it, it, they, I believe so. I believe that's a lot of the flavor that, yes. that, that happens here. Uh, truly unique to anybody doing such a thing. Absolutely. They When we re- re- reduce it to... 
under 50 degrees, the cigar lose one point. If it's 55, one to two points, something is it bigger? Ring gauge. The ring, ring gauge. gauge drops okay. two points. Two, very, two very points. Very interesting because it's so different than everything we've learned Absolutely. as cigar smokers. Yes, because that is the only way you can you guarantee that the, it inhale the all the aroma cedar around the right. You got to make it breathe it in to, to take it inside. Now this is a thick enough wrapper that it's going to be able to withstand without breaking a little fluctuation yes. of two ring gauges. Good, but good, Atabe, good question. Yeah. You, you have, we use Atabe. The the wrapper is more uh, thin and more is it, it it can be broken in, those, in that process. The first time we done it, we we have a lot of broken it, and then we used uh, uh, two binder, two, two binders binder, to hold it. Two binder to have the little more tube and and to hold it and try to. To hold, to have more, uh, to guarantee that the wrapper don't destroy. Yes. If yes. you do two binder, so Atabe, yes, Atabe have two binder. Atabe uses a double binder, double binder, which creates extra strength within the cigar, so it doesn't break. Break exactly okay. to be it. able to go through that three-year process of breathing in and out, two ring gates yes. up and down. Yeah. Up and down. Yes, yep. and and we used uh, the binder we use. It's very neutral. It don't gives any. Flavor to the cigar because we don't want that the binder uh, distort the the feel. Yeah, that yeah, this yeah. is what we want that people. Truly smoke. unique product, unbelievable of what it is. Atabe, I tell everybody my favorite cigar of all. Lighter, but uh, totally different. Totally different. The, totally different. And then Bandolero, which is just shorter aging process, exactly. not not aesthetically um, perfect. As the other ones are, yes, um, but uh, less half the price, less than half the price, less than half, half the yeah. price. Yes, that means, and that you can un- un- understand that the process it is expensive process to hold a cigar for two years sure. and all these mechanisms with the fan. Yeah. We use fan that is starting to go and all controlled by. And every you were mentioning every level have have a, a display to different. Humidity levels. Wow. Yes. To maintain, this one's going up. The this different. one's going down. Yes, because we have Crazy. to rotate Very it. Very high tech. We <sighs> rotate it also. Even they have the the display to to know the humidity in all the each row. Separate. We also rotate it. Yeah. To keep it beyond yeah, that. Absolutely. Uh, Padron fiftieth anniversary. Uh, the Padron fiftieth anniversary yeah. humidor design bands packaging ashtray lighter. Um, you worked with a U.S. company for the first time uh, producing. Yes, yes, yes. Well, besides like that, I pro- produce cigar. I also do design. So yes, uh, yes, it's right. Uh, I done it. I done it. Uh, we have a common friend that he traveled to to Spain to my office. That he is very close friend to Padron family, and uh, he insisted to me that he wa- he wanted to I meet Padron family because they wanted I do the design for the 50th anniversary. How did they know who you were? You're a secret in this industry, in this country, not yeah. in this industry, and well known in the industry within the country. But they know through their other countries or something. Probably yeah. yes. We have a lot of common friends yeah. that, that they know me from from this, and then. Uh, the first time they, uh, three years ago, they wanted I done it, and I I really was very busy with all that stuff, and we talk in the show of of ICPCR show. Yeah. And then the, I was really very uh, full of work. 
Yes. And then the next year I met them, they told me that they haven't yet uh, get someone who do yeah. the design. And, I, oh, I none, and they wanted that I do, and I was appreciate, and I done the work to them. Yeah, yeah. Any other company you're going to be working with to make any any cigar packaging develop brand anything coming in the future? No, uh, I really work uh, with the Habanos brand a lot of time. They they that's the bulk of your time. The and big one. They, they keep you busy. Habanos Festival, yes. the yes, new things big, coming out, and all that. Yes, yes, yes. I actually I done it at uh, the design to to Padron, the only company I done it outside yes. Cuba. Yeah. Of the other cigar company yeah. who work, I help a, a lot of little manufacturers with the design. I sometimes I do some design to little manufacturers yeah. to help them also. Yeah. All right. Any anything uh, in the future? What's coming out in the future for you? New brands, new sizes, new line. Well, uh, the future for us is what we are doing this year. Right, it, that is the from future. Now. So I right. know so what I'm going to set up for. The, yes, I, we will. We will like. We will see if the cigar is already yet. To the next show, uh, launch uh, a box of 25 cigars of Elegantes of Byron. That is Byron what Elegante, which will be the 21st century. This is 21st century. You consider. The 21st century yours. This is Nelson Alfonso version. Yes, of yes, that, yes, 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 yes. Also, that is from Byron. Atabay is something. It is new brand. That's right. That, Atabay. That we, I also don't. Atabay, the goddess of the Taino Indians. Atabay is the goddess of the Taino Indians. They yes. pray that 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 was the goddess that they smoke cigar to give their wish to the. To the goodness. I pray to Atabay also. Okay. And Nelson you. Alfonso. <laughs> okay. Thank, thank you. you so much for coming on here. Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, when we come back, uh, why does yoga and cigars, what does yoga and cigars have in common? Yoga and cigars Sounds have in like common. Sounds like a Jonathan thing. Comedian Steve Harvey is going to tell us. Ah. There we go. Old Fart Freddy has some crazy stuff in the asylum. Uh, asylum, Barry's going to handle the, the asylum. Bad news and good news he's going to handle because Jonathan is here. But we're going to bring Jonathan in live from the Diamond Crown event that's going on right now, the Diamond Crown Experience. We'll see what's happening down there in Tampa, Florida. We are live right now at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. All right, if you haven't learned anything in the last hour, other than you know, buy the Bistot on the care package, remember to always keep the lit end out of your mouth, and we'll see you in the next hour. Truly bold cigars like a good story. Perfectly crafted throughout, and you never want it to end. Take it from Rob Weiss, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the creator of the award-winning TV series Entourage. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds, built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. 
It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action. Adventure. And bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours? This is Jonathan Carney with the Florida Mancata. I'm J.R. Dominguez. This is John Hart. This is Victor Vitale. Hi, this is Pete Johnson. Steve Saka. Hi, this is Phil Zangi. This is a little bit of... Is the Cigar Authority. And Faith. The authority on everything cigar. In. And out of the cigar industry. Do it. With your hosts. That's a lovely accent you have. David Garofalo. New Jersey. Austria. Austria. (laughs) Well then, good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Mr. Jonathan. Dear Lord, baby Jesus. Or as our brothers to the south call you. Hey, Zeus. We thank you so much for this bountiful harvest of Domino's, KFC, and the always delicious Taco Bell. Barry Stein. That's what I love about these high school girls, man. I get older, they stay the same age. <laughs> and Chuck Morrison. Is this your place? No. No, 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 no. No, I live with my mom. Oh. Yeah. You hungry? Hey, mom! We get some meatloaf! It's time to light them up. There's no smoking in here. It's time. Oh, it's all right, darling. I'm a volunteer fireman. For the Cigar Authority. Hey, shake it back, gal! Woo! Shake it back! Do it. And we're back with our number two broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. And today at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, Old Fod Freddy, Cigar News, Good and Bad. Gentleman Chuck Morrison is here. Mr. Jonathan is on location at the Diamond Crown Experience. We'll bring him on. New cigars hitting the shelves. Uh, and we're going to be lighting up a great cigar in this hour. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. You're listening to the Cigar Authority, the only radio show in the U.S. and, yes, the world that is always broadcast on location. This week from high atop the Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire, and via remote down in Tampa, Florida with Mr. Jonathan. This is the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist and we demand that you light up along with us. Tune into the CigarAuthority.com where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on YouTube and iTunes where you can set it and forget it. And uh, wrapping up this Byron cigar, I always hate to put this down. One of the few cigars I smoke, I nub down to it. The price is a reason, but it also stays good all the way down, which is good. $25 cigar, the best $25 you're going to spend for about an hour, hour and 15 minutes. Unbelievable. It, it's, it's hard to say. I know people look at it and say that kind of money for a cigar and stuff. What goes into it and how good it is. You know, it's, you're going to spend $25 for a couple hours to go to the movies, right? Right. All He's, of his cigars, though, have 
value attached to it. Oh, my God. Even though they're expensive, you could say there's a value to that cigar. They're an experience. And we have an experience here because um, Nelson Alfonso was here with us. But Mr. Jonathan is having an experience. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm sorry I'm missing that. Another experience down there at the Diamond Crown Experience. Mr. Jonathan, are you there? Yes, I am, Dave. Hey, it's working. I, you can't see it. No. But uh, ah. behind me, I've got the uh, myself here with the Diamond Crown Experience. The Newman boys have rolled out the red carpet. If you thought we had it good with that small group last year, yeah. they rolled it out unbelievable, and it's not over. They have... They split us into two groups. 150 people went down for the experience. We had our, our purple group yesterday, 75 of us, and they have the gold group today, purple and gold, diamond crown colors. Ah. Uh, so the gold group is getting their factory tour today. We made cigars. We had the full tour, and I'm not talking the Eric Newman tour. I'm talking the Bobby Newman tour, uh -huh. and very few people know what I'm talking about, but you know it. Yeah. This was soup to nuts. Every door was open. We went wherever we wanted. We smoked everywhere. Uh, there were no smoking signs. They just said, you know what, just disregard those, light up. I was so excited. I'm sure you saw the picture on Three Facebook. cigars, three cigars. Three cigars at one time, baby. Why choose one? Smoke them all. Right? This is the classic Well, they, they had given us a, uh, a natural and a Maduro of their factory 57 throwouts, and I was dying to see the difference. And as you know, the only real way to do that is to have both cigars going at the same time. I got some funny looks because apparently – Two Guys Smoke Shop is the only shop that frequently smokes two cigars at the same time. <laughs> people thought I was a little crazy at first, but I got them drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> we got a few people lighting up right along with me. It was pretty awesome. Beautiful. So what are they saying uh, for Black Diamond? Are they giving any news on the Black Diamond coming yes, out? Yes. The cigar that they handed out in those five packs at the IPCPR, that is, in fact, the blend okay. for the Black finally, Diamond. We're going with it. All right. It, it only and, uh, took about five years. They don't expect any changes. All right, so that's it. Looking Do they have a release date yet? Jonathan? They are currently, Barry, waiting on packaging. Okay. Uh, as uh, everything in the cigar world does eventually revolve around its packaging. So that's what they're waiting on. All right, so you guys are all having fun. When are you coming home? Uh, we come home. We fly in Sunday afternoon, uh, and then uh, that's it. Experience is over. All I'm hearing from is the there folks a way that, that we brought, could, is there we a brought way? 10 people with us, is that this is the best trip that they've ever been on, and that counts any vacation they've ever been on. Is there a way that we could extend Jonathan's trip? Uh, no, because I'm exhausted. <laughs> I need you back because I've been nonstop. I need some sleep. You've got to come back. Uh, i got a feeling I'm coming in late on Monday because I need a rest. Yeah, you probably do too. I mean, it's ever since the anniversary party, you guys flew out right away. But we had everybody coming to town. Everybody was hanging around, and uh, it was great and stuff. But it was it was late nights and early mornings, and I've, I'm, I've had it. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, let you go so you can enjoy yourself and do it. We're gonna light up a bandolero right now and continue the show. But thanks for for, for checking in, uh, and uh, you'll give us a full report when you come back next week. Full report. You can count on it. Hey, keep the lid end out of your mouth. Okay. See you later. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan on location in Tampa, Florida at the Diamond Crown Experience. Uh, we experimented it twice, and it was great. He's saying it's even better, of course. Uh, you keep doing it over and over, and you make it better and better. You learn from your mistakes. There we That's go. It. So uh, this is the Bandolero. What do we got here, Barry? Well, Bandolero comes to us from Nelson Alfonso and his company, Selected Tobacco. 
It's available with Series 2, which has a lighter wrapper, Series 3, which utilizes a darker wrapper, and with common um, fashion with Nelson Alfonso, the blend is top secret. Yes. Um, Today we're going to smoke the uh, Tremendos, which is 5x50, and it carries an 1199 MSRP. And to some people, they're going to say 11.99. That seems a little steep, but that's actually very, very low when it comes to selected tobacco products. So this is the bargain of the selected tobacco, uh, and nothing to be uh, laughed about. Uh, actually, a little worried that it was going to slow down the sales of Byron and Atabay when he when he released Bandolero. Uh, but it's again, they're all different in their way, so you can crisscross and do whatever you want. Right now, let's give it a cut and light. Uh, the official cutting is brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other cigar brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Nelson's laughing. And we'll light up this cigar with the Vertigo Twister, which features the past vertical bullet cutter on the bottom, four jets up on top, the wedge shape, and as Mr. Jonathan likes to say, the patented big-ass tank. Yeah, holds a lot of gas. That's important. Um I used a Vertigo lighter when I was at the Two Guys Anniversary Party, and a lot of people, oh, I forgot my lighter and use your lighter and stuff, and at the end of the night, I wanted to light a cigar to actually enjoy that it's over. It was like giving birth, and uh, I still had some gas left in the lighter. So that's the beautiful part, that you can handle a night like that uh, with one fill. 27 you said? $27. $27.99. Unbelievable. And I'm getting cedar and marshmallows. You know why the cedar in it. Yes. Now you know. Yes. I learned that last night. All this time I didn't know with the, with the cedar thing, and he actually uh, put it on um, a, a slideshow presentation of it, showing all the different cedars and how he, the percentages and everything. It's, it's so different, though. The, the, his boxes that the jars go in, these aren't. Por- um, ceramic jars. They're porcelain jars. See the ashtray that's here? Yes, which Nelson was nice enough to give all the employees. Yes. That two guys smoke shop. A blended porcelain and what? What is the other material? Stoneware. Stoneware. You know why? See where it comes like this? It's, it's a boat. Okay. Because this is how they took the tobacco over uh, in the ships and stuff, okay. right? This part here as porcelain. For those listening on the podcast, Dave's pointing to the tip of the ashtray. Yes, thank you. It would bend when it goes into the thing to get heated. Okay. So we had to actually mix stoneware in to hold it so it's a, a blended ashtray. The <laughs> cedar is blended. So we're, we're having cigars one after the other after the other, uh, which sounds terrible, but it was fantastic. Um, and you want a cup of tea or something? Because we drink tea in between to cleanse our palate to get it. So he said, yeah, so we go get tea. And I said, I have this kind and this kind and this kind of something. And he gets one of this and one of this. He blends his tea. <laughs> he mixes tea. So I said, I want to do it too because he's doing it. It was awesome. It was awesome. He blends everything. <laughs> and he does all the time. He says, I never drink just one tea. I blend them. He does it. It's crazy. It's fantastic. Crazy. <laughs> makes a bigger grocery bill. Yeah. yeah. That's passion. Yeah. <laughs> so we had an American tea and an English tea, and we blended it, and it was better than both separated. It was really, it was. Interesting. We, we, crazy, crazy. It's true. Um, yeah, I, I, I like Bandolero. Um, 
there is a thing to Bandolero uh, that I learned also. The little short torpedo one okay. of Bandolero. Which one is that called, Nelson? The, the little short to What is it? Tremendos? Tremendos. Traviosos, isn't it? Or Tremendos? Tra- Traviosos. Um, it starts with a T. That's all I yeah. got. Okay. <laughs> I said, which one of these do you want to smoke? And he said this one. So I went to get the same thing. I just try to do the same thing him, that he does and maybe become him. Right. But it's not working. But I take the same cigar, and he goes, no, 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 you don't want that one. And I said, yes, I do. I want that one. He goes, no, no. And I said, I like this. I like this um, pack two. I like it. No, no, no. This one's too strong. And I said, no, I'm going to smoke it. I probably never smoked it before. Wow, is it strong. Mm. And it's based because the amount of Lajero is the same amount no matter which one size you get. So that is shorter and thinner. And it's powerful because it's the same amount of Lajero based yeah. in. So if you get the big ring gauge of the Byron, of the Bandolero, it's actually milder because it's the same exact amount of Lajero that's in each and every one. So it's based on size. Strength is based on size when it comes to Bandolero. Good to know. Yeah, definitely good to know. I learned a lot. I've been carrying this stuff for a couple of years. Uh, I thought I knew it all, but I learned so much during this process. It's been awesome. I think it's impossible to learn too much. Right. So one should never think they know it all. No. It's the most ridiculous statement all when yes. I ever hear somebody say, I know it all. Um, I'll tell you this, though. Like you said, you said in the beginning that you were worried that when Baird Valero came out that people would stop smoking mm. Atabay and Byron. Because they get a similar... I find myself not smoking the Bandolero because the Atabay and Byron are so good. Yeah. And then when I do light up a Bandolero, I realize how good it is as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. just... it's. I need a raise to keep smoking these. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it is costly. But you know what? Say once a week or something that mm-hmm. you, you say, you know what, I'm going to spoil myself and have a $20 cigar. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure there's, you know, you got your buddy with you or however you want to do it or whatever makes you the most. And really spend an hour, hour and a half or something just paying attention as you're smoking that cigar to really enjoy it. Because I, I promise you, it's, it, it's another world. It, it takes cigars to another another world. And I know everybody doesn't have the pocket to do it. But once in a while, it's your birthday, whatever, sp- splurge on it. If you like mild or like me, Atabay, if you like a little more body. Very balanced either way because I smoke every single uh, Byron. When it gets the Bandolero, you get the smaller sizes. It was a little over my threshold of your comfort uh, zone. Yeah, yeah, of strength. I, I was shocked. I was actually shocked. He told me in advance that it's going to be too strong. I must have smoked them all. I figured, but uh, we have there's eight different ones, and I obviously never got that one because wow, you never you, doubt a master. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, comedian Steve Harvey, you have that ready, right? Yep. Uh, I saw this on YouTube that somebody put on. I thought it was very interesting. He's a comedian. Uh, he's a cigar smoker, apparently. And he, um, he, somebody asked him something about cigars, and he says, I want to explain to you what a cigar does for me. So, this is the comedian Steve Harvey. Take a listen. Before you tell me what cigars do to your body, let me tell you what it do for me. Because I got to work from the time I wake up. I say I got to have little moments in the day while I'm just doing what I want to do. And a cigar is relaxing to me. You take this from me, I don't do drugs. 
drink. I ain't eat no cake. I got one woman. She at the house working. I'm down here working. Some got to give. Cigar. See, this is cigar smoking. Let me show you how this works. I'm gonna take deep breaths the whole time. Watch it. Yoga. Cigar is yoga. Cigar is yoga. Yeah. He was taking a deep breath. He had the, the smoke in his mouth. You know, he's breathing through his nose, showing that he doesn't take it into his lungs at all. And it just relaxes him so totally. I totally agree. Absolutely. Oh, the most time. stressful day is erased by a good cigar. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. They say it shortens our lives. I say it lengthens our lives by telling us to slow down, relax, and enjoy the moment. Absolutely. I, I see it as a retailer. I've seen it for 30 years of customers coming in from a stressful day, grabbing a cigar, sitting in the chair. It takes about 10 minutes, and then all of a sudden the shoulders drop. They sink into the chair. Relaxation ends up coming in, and an hour later they walk out. Like they just had a massage or something, or they just went through a yoga class, and in, in his case, or you know, something it, it really does something. I, I saw it and I said, Boy, and the audio wasn't the greatest in the world on that, but uh, really something. Uh, yeah. and and more has to be said about it, you know, of what does a cigar do for you? Yeah. Um, it's, it's part of my everyday thing anyway, but mm-hmm. smoking cigars during the um anniversary party and I'm running around and lots of things are happening and I got a cigar in my hand people are taking pictures and things so but at the end we got into the car me and Nelson and we lit up a Atabay cigar um, and oh my god that was it and I was like oh it's over I gave birth I'm celebrating at this point it was so relaxing it was unbelievable and the same thing happened last night that we, we had a, uh, a big event here and he, he did all the cigars I was working it and smoking cigars and enjoying, but at the end of it, a couple of guys stayed with us. We went in the office, we lit a cigar, and oh, all of us just. And I think as cigar smokers, we all understand that. Yeah. And it's a shame that those that are so against it don't realize how good this is for our mental well-being. You're missing something. If if you're not really getting into it that way, to use it as the tool it is – uh, you know, you, you can you can take medication, you can drink, you can do lots of things, but having a cigar, I think it's the best. It's the best thing of all. So he said it. Uh, yoga. Yoga. It's yoga. yoga. Uh, last week's Duran question and answer. What did we have, Barry? Well, it's time for the question of the week brought to you by Duran Cigars. When the question is asked, what are you smoking? The answer should be Duran. Duran Cigars combines the best quality tobacco fills from Nicaragua and Latin America with their super premium Habano Criollo Colorado wrapper. Experience the difference, Duran Cigars. Last week, we asked with the FDA regulations looming, do you think the FDA will make a significant impact on how the cigar industry does business? And I'm embarrassed to report 68% of the 1,000 votes cast, 1,003 to be exact, believe that the FDA will not make an impact on the cigar industry, which is crazy. If you're not a member of Cigar Rights of America, you should become one, CigarRights.org. And this week, we will ask you, do you smoke bundled cigars? We're always smoking premium cigars on, on, on the show. Yep. Bandolero, Atabay, next week, El Wednesday. During the week, countless numbers of Duran cigars. But do you smoke bundled cigars? The question of the week 
The question of the week was brought to you by Duran Cigars. And as always, you can vote on the CigarAuthority.com just below the Duran advertisement. When the question is asked, what are you smoking? The answer should be Duran Cigars. Experience the difference. That's an interesting question, seeing a guest we have here today that puts elaborate work into his packaging. Mm-hmm. Would you buy and, you know, do you, do you smoke bundle cigars because it's so cheap and real inexpensive cheap cigars? Or could he take a half a dollar off each cigar and not have it as elaborate as it was? Part of me says it's part of it also. The beauty of it is part of the experience also. 100%. Another part says you don't smoke the box. You don't smoke the band. Uh, you can have a beautiful cigar without it, but it's going to be interesting. What uh, I'll be curious to see how it goes on the yeah. social media side. Yeah, you know how um, I equate do the cigar geeks smoke bundled cigars. It's like, you know, I just got the new iPhone, as, as a lot of people have. Yeah, and you know, if the iPhone came in basic packaging, it would be a different experience. I mean, you guys have iPhones. Yeah, the box, the package. I mean, it's an experience. Yeah, yeah. right. Opening I mean, it up. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And there's like videos a on YouTube. Puzzle. Like you an, got, um, yeah, yeah. Abs- it, and there's unboxing videos, and there's a yeah. lot of. As Dave would say, there's an experience, and I think that makes part of the experience, the, the packaging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, and if, if it wasn't a bundle or something different. If it came in shrink wrap, I probably wouldn't be an iPhone user. I'll admit that. No kidding. Really? Yeah. So, I'll admit that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, I'm going to guess that the people that listen to the Cigar Authority are really into it. Right. Yeah. And they're not a person looking for a low-price, cheap bundle type of thing. Right. Uh, it's a different consumer. As a retailer, just real, realizing how people are, um, you know, it, it's part of the experience. I'm guessing we're going to see how that turns out anyway. Um, good. Good question. Thank uh, you. Right now, time to go into the aging room with Old Fod Freddy. It's time to step into the aging room. Sometimes aging makes a great cigar even better, just like aging room cigars. They're made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobaccos. And here in our aging room is Old Fart Freddy. Nowadays, it's not that I'm losing my hair that concerns me. It's that I'm getting more head. In my day, when you got more head, at least she was quiet for about five minutes. Nowadays, when a friend asks me if I'm getting any, he's talking about sleep. In my day, all your guy friends wanted to know is if your quarterback was finding mostly tight ends or wide receivers. Nowadays, all the names in my little black book have the letters MD after them. In my day, I had the numbers of cheerleaders, field hockey players, and the captain of the men's gymnastic team. We were men with full heads of hair, hunting for tight ends that sometimes experimented with the Iron Cross. Sometimes, aging makes a great cigar even better. Just like aging room cigars. Made in small batches from rare and limited 100% Dominican tobacco... Try Aging Room Cigars from Boutique Blends. Some things are better aged, some are not. Is it me? Are these bits starting to sound more and more like Mr. Jonathan's personal war stories? Here we go. Yeah, (laughs) I would agree with that. There we go. Next week, former factory blender for Drew Estates, uh, now on his own, Nick Melillo with Wednesday Cigars will join us live here uh, on the Cigar Authority. Tune in. Uh, I have never met him before. I hear nice things. Uh, we'll see what his cigar is all about and uh, what direction he's going in. Um, I got one quick happy birthday uh, year for you guys. We're not going to go through the whole process of it, but uh, tomorrow 
uh, John McGuire, who listens to the show. It's his birthday. I don't actually know what year he was born. Happy birthday, John McGuire. I know it's his birthday tomorrow because it's also Gianna, my daughter's birthday tomorrow. Don't look it up. What oh. year? What, <laughs> what year was she born? Oh, your daughter? Yeah. Right, that's easy. It's uh, 2015 minus 21. That's uh, 1993. 94. 94. Bam. Use your ma- Come on. 95. It's 95. 21, right? Yeah. 95. Was oh, she 95? What'd She's 21. It's 2015 minus 21 is 1994. I can't do math. Yeah, that's what I said. 1994. Yes. You said 93. Yes, yeah. you did. Can't do math. So Chuck gets it. Finally. Hey, Happy finally. Birthday. Finally wins. We finally not even. It doesn't, uh, but it doesn't count. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a. So your thoughts on Bandolero? Overlooked. Mm. Overlooked by you. Yeah. It's crazy good. Yeah. It's crazy good. You know, I always, I'll reach for an Atabay. I'll reach for a Bion. You know, I'm blessed that you allow us to smoke yeah. for free. And I'm going to take advantage of that. So I'm going to reach for the Atabay or the Byron. But the Bandolero. It's in a tin container as, yeah. a, as opposed to a porcelain. It doesn't have uh, quite the look, but it's in a unique humidification uh, jar that it is. But it's tremendous. It has phenomenal aroma. Mm. Yeah. Very almost fruity. Yeah. It's very enjoyable. Yeah. Really good. I'll take a box. Try the little or short torpedo one. Mm-hmm. What's it called? The uh, little, what was what's it? it called? Tremendous. Tremendous? Yeah. Tremendous. Tremendous. I think you'll think it's tremendous. Okay. You know what? Monday's review on the cigarauthority.com. There we go. There we go. Do a little too heavy for me. I'd rather go to this. But Which means it'll be in my wheelhouse. I think I, I like I, it when I smoked it, I go, Barry's going to be crazy about it. You probably never had it before. Not that size. Because I probably didn't either. Yeah. I tend not, not to I, reach for a torpedo. Me too. I tend not to go for a torpedo. That one you want to try for full-body cigars. All right. We're going to go uh, take a break now. When we get, um, we come back, uh, good news and bad news in the cigar industry. We got it all. Um, tweets of the week. You're going to handle it? Yeah. I wrote them my own this week. Wrote your own, so they're going to be good. Gentlemen, Chuck Morrison will get debonair and lots more. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. Savor this moment. The sparks of conversation. The anticipation of that first draw. Savor the story shared over a cigar like this. A cigar that makes this moment classic. The Avo Classic. Savor a composition of handcrafted Dominican leaf. Graced with notes of 25-year-old tobacco. Richly complex, yet remarkably smooth. Savor a harmony of creamy, balanced flavors. A duet of two cigar virtuosos, jazz and cigar legend Avo Uvesian and master blender Hendrik Kellner. A cigar meant to be shared with friends old and new. The Avo Classic. Savor every note. Visit your local tobacconist or see the complete Avo line at avo.com. I'd like to file a missing persons report. I've lost my one true love. Uh, what does she look like? She is like no other. Her skin, dark, simply gorgeous. Not slender, but firm to the touch. Well, we'll do everything we can for you, sir. The night we met over a fine scotch, it was love at first sight. Details. I need details, sir. Well, she's about five and a half inches tall. You mean five feet tall? No, 
inches. Oh, she's a mid, a dwarf, uh, a little person. No, she's a cigar. Ah, right, sir. Is she a Fleur de Lorraine cigar? The cigar that men around the world are falling in love with? Yes. Oh, I've seen this before. Louie! Yeah? Uh, get him a Fleur de Lorraine cigar and a list of United Cigar retailers to carry it. Fleur de Lorraine cigars, simply gorgeous. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailers across the country. Fleur de Lorraine, stop missing out. Mr. Jonathan, a shadowed figure spinning tunes on records that do not exist. Mr. Jonathan, a young cigar smoker on a crusade to champion the oldies, top 40, and yes, even country, with a host of DJs that operate above the mix. Mr. Jonathan is my dance instructor. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ. Mr. Jonathan is me. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com, your one stop shop for everything DJ and sound production. Mr. Jonathan is my DJ.com. He reads the dictionary just for fun. He finds the minutiae of tax preparation enthralling. Years ago, at an open mic night, he was paid just to leave. He is the only man to win a staring contest with the Statue of Liberty. He is so uninteresting to women, he was forced to open a cigar shop to sell to men. He's not even a legend in his own mind. He finds himself boring. His family barely pays attention to him, and his mother refers to him as... Hey you, he is David Garofalo, the least interesting man in the cigar world. Not since Zeno Davidoff has a cigar retailer had a brand named after him. The man himself may be a bore, but the cigar isn't. Garofalo is a premium handmade luxury cigar using U.S. shade wrapper and a blend of Nicaraguan fillers and binder. Complex and very interesting. Garofalo may be the most interesting cigar in the world. It once won a longest ash contest without even being lit. You don't light a Garofalo, it lights you. Its flavor expands on your palate faster than the universe. It has been said that this cigar would be phenomenal as a Maduro, except it's perfect as it is. I always smoke cigars, and when I do, I prefer Garofalo. Keep smoking Garofalo, my friends. Hey, Jack, I finally found a cigar magazine that I like. Really? What's it called? Cigar Journal. What's so great about Cigar Journal? Is it really different from the other magazines? It is. Cigar Journal is all about cigars. None of the nonsense you see in other magazines. Really? Yeah, it has stories, reviews, and the latest news about premium cigars. Is it a little newsletter? No, I think you'll be very impressed. Cigar Journal has beautiful images, a thick cover, and is strictly for the cigar enthusiast. They cover cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. That sounds interesting. Where can I buy it? Cigar Journal is available at local cigar retailers and on the web at www www.cigarjournal.co That's cigarjournal.co I'll sign up today. Hi, this is Nick Perdomo. Hi, this is Nicholas Perdomo Jr. From Perdomo Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailers Radio Network. 
And we are back live from the La Florida Minicana Cigar Studios. And we got cigar news, good and bad. Also, um, new trademarks and the tweets of the week. And, of course, gentlemen, Chuck Morrison will get debonair with us. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We're smoking the Bandolero. This is from Selected Tobacco, Nelson Alfonso's Brands. This is his low end. There's nothing low end about it. 100%. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, very, very great cigar. Low end. <laughs> yeah. It's, I know. It's still... It's uh, high end at a friendly price. Is there yeah. a low end Ferrari? I don't think there is. No. Right. Right. So. That, that's what it comes down to, right? Yeah. This is the lowest end of the Mercedes or whatever. Right. Um, very, very good. Uh, so, uh, bad news, Barry. What do you got? Well, we'll start out with some international news. This week, the United Kingdom began enforcing a new law that makes it illegal to smoke in your car if someone under 18 is present. As reported, Casper Wyoming will be putting to a vote the ability to smoke in bars, among other places, and this week that vote got a date of November 17th. The list of places to light up a cigar in Rockport, Massachusetts, just got smaller due to new regulations passed by the town's Board of Health that makes it illegal to light up in parks, athletic fields, and outdoor patios. The move also includes nursing homes, hotels, motels, and taxi waiting areas. And perhaps the biggest bad news was a bill introduced this week in the U.S. Senate by eight Democrats, including those from Hawaii, Illinois, Ohio, California, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island, plus Connecticut, that looks to raise the age to purchase and smoke tobacco from 18 to 21 years of age. Also included in the bill is language that will require retailers to ask for ID from everyone who buys tobacco, regardless of their age, on every single purchase. Crazy. Crazy. So even if you know the guy and he's in your shop every day, you still got to ask for the ID because if it's witnessed that you didn't ask for it, it's a fine. So an 80-year-old guy, let me show you your ID. Yeah. Are you kidding Get me? Get... <sighs> and there's stop. no good news this week. Yeah. Um, I had uh, Glenn Loop. We had him at our... Um, anniversary party he also came up and spent spent a half a day up here with us after uh, matt Degali from um ipcpr legislation he came to pay us a visit this week too so uh i heard lots and lots of bad news of different things and stuff i don't want to ruin uh, our listeners of all the different things that are going on but it doesn't stop it keeps on going uh, i'll give you a little bit of good news uh when it comes to legislation um that um the, the CRA, uh, Glenn Loop, was at our anniversary party, and he set up a little table, and if anybody wanted to join the CRA, um, you could do it right there and then, uh, $35 to join. And um, he raised over $3,000 worth of people joining right. at, while he was enjoying himself and, uh, at the event. Uh, and Eric Hansen from Hammer and Sickle Cigars uh, stepped up and not... Uh, in front of anybody, just pulled uh, Glenn Loop aside and said, listen, whatever you end up raising tonight, just let me know. I'm going to match it. So the 3,000-plus turned into 6,000-plus. Awesome. Um, I uh, got a hold of um, this information and um, ended up saying it to the, to the group, let everybody know what it was. And I got the information because Glenn really didn't know Eric Hansen. And said, you know, hmm. the guy from Hammer and Sickle, what is his name? And I said, it's Eric Hansen. And he said, oh, this is what he ended up doing. And I'm like, he's an awesome, awesome guy. 
Uh, always stay, but so nobody knows, though. You know, he's, yeah. he's just doing it, but it's not to be known. So I'm telling he you. He didn't want any accolades. No, he didn't no. Want any, you know, recognition. Yeah. He, he does a lot of that stuff. He did yep. it to, uh, years ago when we started the Cigar Association in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. We had a fundraiser. It was, uh, we raised about $13,000. Mm-hmm. And at the end, everybody was gone. And he says, I want to match it. $13,000. Yeah, and he'll go to some of your locations and he'll just come in to buy lunch for the guys. Yeah. This is a little cigar company. Yeah. Little, little cigar company. So I ask you, if you go into somebody's humidor and you see a hammer and sickle cigar that they have there and stuff, do me a solid and just buy one. Try one. He's got a lot of different stuff. His stuff is good and stuff, but, you know, just a little pass back type of thing yeah. or whatever they call that. Yeah, uh, not to let the cat out of the bag, but I know we're working on an event with him to, for Cigars for Warrior. So I know he's working it out with the guys in Seabrook where you, you buy a box and he's going to donate cigars to Cigars for Warrior. Really? News to me. Yeah, so he's yeah. working on it. I guess it didn't come across your table yet. Not yet. Oops. <laughs> no, but uh, this week they're holding everything back because they yeah. know I'm in the middle of so much stuff. <laughs> I can't make a uh, – of course, the answer is yes anyway, but uh, I can't make an intelligent decision in the middle of uh, right. all this going on. But back to normal on Monday, uh, hopefully. Um, okay, good news. You got nothing, huh? No. Nah. <laughs> nothing. No. Nah. Okay, while it's, uh, you're enjoying life to its fullest, it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentleman-like is Gentleman Chuck Morrison. Do you need a gentleman? Gentleman. I'm a gentleman. You need a gentleman? <laughs> you wouldn't want to call me gentleman. Ladies, fasten your seatbelts. Switch on your electronic devices. You need a gentleman? And this is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars provide its clients with suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, debonair discussion. Ending a relationship with a male friend. We all have friends from childhood that, if we met them today, we'd probably not be friends with them. But back when we were 10, they had the pool table, the ping pong table, Nintendo, but today, they still call us weekly. The question is, do you continue the friendship and keep letting them talk and call, or do you end the friendship? I want to hear your thoughts on what the debonair play is, and then we'll give you Gentleman Chuck Morrison's theory and approach. Very difficult. I couldn't end wow. it. I couldn't end it. I'm a New Yorker. I, I, I would end it. You would end it? Yeah, I'm arrogant and obnoxious, and I would do you it say, the listen, most man, stop non-debonair way possible. I mean, if the guy did something bad, you say, listen, get out of my life or something like that, but just, to, just because he's... To someone that annoys you. Yeah, it's an annoyance, and i got to put up with it because we were buddies when we were kids, and he's not letting go on it, and... Boy, this hits home. <laughs> Let me tell you, the story hits home. <laughs> I will not say whether this is happening in the life of Chuck Morrison or not right really? now. But Wow. Uh, yeah, it's Very. a tough one. So I have to believe that uh, just to come right out and, and end the friendship is probably not the right thing to do, not the debonair thing to do. But um, doesn't surprise me. You know, sometimes uh, you can never be busy enough. Right. And you stay busy. You stay busy. <laughs> Uh, I'm not ignoring you. It's half the reason why I work seven days a week. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So we figured we'd throw it out there for discussion. If you have a theory of your own, you want to comment, you can always send us a suggestion. 
comment at the Cigar Authority, go to the Contact Us page, and uh, let us know what you would do in that situation. But that's the gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, gentlemen, are you debonair enough? Is this part of the reason why you don't answer the 30 emails I send you a day? Are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> yeah, group them together, man. I get hundreds. I get hundreds. Uh, and, th- and that's why we end up saving them for the uh, the show. And I know they build up, and I'm sorry. And we got a ton right now. Yep. Uh, and I don't know if we're going to get to any today, but we got a ton of them, and we'll get to them. But a lot of them are the same thing. And, you know, I love it. I love that we're getting it. It means people listening and getting engaged. But, um, you know, a- a running the business and getting hundreds of emails and then get hundreds on the other side of this and stuff. And I, I either need somebody to do it for me or I have to stop doing the things I do. So, it's, it, you know, what's the debonair move right. on that? So we do it on the show and try to group them together. New cigars hitting the shelves and trademarks. What do we got? Well, each week we share the newest cigars to arrive. And this week those editions are... La Flor Dominicana's Lanox has arrived, and it features a Brazilian Cuba wrapper over San Andreas binder and Dominican filler, including my personal favorite, Pella de Oro. Limited in production in boxes of 10, the cigar is blended by the son of Lito Gomez, Tony Gomez, and it's considerably different than the pre-existing LFD lines. Awesome. Be- best La Flor Dominicana I ever smoked. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Uh, El Wednesday from Nick Melillo has arrived in all its sizes. The name, which means the wise man, is a Nicaraguan puro with tobacco from Esteli and Jalapa. Avo Classic covers Volume 2, which is a 6x52 Toro, and features an Ecuador 702 wrapper over a San Andreas Mexican binder. Volume 1 sold out in record time, so don't miss out on this limited edition. Let me add to that. Did you, I, where we have them set up downstairs, we have the Lenox and the Avo Classic covers. They almost look identical. They're the both round boxes. boxes. It's crazy. Totally yeah. not retailer-friendly. Mm-hmm. Correct, correct. How do you put it on the shelf and all that? Yeah. But uh, isn't that weird? What a coincidence. The two things almost identical that comes I out. I think both factories in the Dominican Republic, somebody mentioned it to somebody. Uh, coincidence? Yeah, I think not. not. <laughs> and also uh, the Perdomo double-aged Maduro 2015 has landed. Uh, which features tobacco aged in bourbon barrels. And new trademarks this week is Madero Cigars, the parent company for Cubanacon, files for Percy Ray, which is the brainchild of the Southeast rep, Nate McIntyre. And Max Roar Incorporated, a.k.a. Altatus USA, has filed for House of Verona. House of what? Verona. 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 And that's did they, this did they Did they own House of Windsor? That I do not yeah, know. Do you remember that old I brand, House that, of Windsor? Yeah. House of Verona. V, right? Yeah, V. Verona. Victory. House of Verona. Wow. Verona. I think of uh, Billy Madison. You guys ever see that movie? So that's Altatus USA. USA. Do you know anything of House of Verona or something? Because he probably designs <laughs> half the stuff for them, too. No? Because that's partially owned by Habanos thing or whatever's yeah. going. So he's not going to tell me anyway, but I'm asking. But... I just look at a smile and see if there's something in there, like a, like a card player. He knows so much. And you, you want to keep a secret. He's a good guy to keep a secret. He don't tell nothing. Yeah, I'm doing a quick search on House of Verona on Facebook. Uh, Google shows nothing, other than, nothing a, yet. other than a vegan health retreat in California. 
Okay, time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away, ha-ha. They're coming to take me away, ho-ho, hee-hee, ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Asylum Cigars take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. Asylum Cigars. This weekend, when the National Football League visits London for a game to take place between the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins, the Jets feel they have an edge because they brought with them a little slice of home. Wembley Stadium, as well as the players' hotel rooms, will contain American toilet paper, replacing the notoriously thin type from England. Oh, good. Their team brought with them an astonishing 350 rolls. Oh, my God. And the Jets feel this will allow them to kick some butt and wipe their opponents off the field. <laughs> that's not only insane, it's an asylum. <laughs> They're coming to take me away. And that's true. Uh-huh. That's true. 100% true. Uh-huh. And I guess uh, that little thing was brought to you by Asylum Cigars, truly flavorful, medium-body Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. Asylum Cigars take no prisoners. Ah, taking care of their own asses. That's what they're doing over there. <laughs> you guys, you guys no, do anything in the Patriots? No, nothing like that. You don't that. bring anything no. with you. Well, we bring, I mean, obviously. You bring your Super Bowl rings, your trophies. Yeah, yeah your rings, yep. yeah. <laughs> trophies. Um, yeah. No, no toilet paper, no uh, toiletries. I mean, outside of your, you know. Personal paper. stuff. Personal stuff. It's not our water, our no, nothing. No, no. But I don't remember their uh, toilet paper being anything like, you know. You, you went, you've been. Yeah, yeah, a few times with the team. In, to, to England. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's, uh, it's, a good, it's a good take. They they put us up on Park Street at the uh, Grosvenor House, I think is how you say it, but um, yeah, five-star accommodations. I mean, there's no reason to bring your own toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, that's good to know. That's why the Jets are a Mickey Mouse team compared to the Patriots. In, in uh, Cuba, hmm. I recommend hmm. you bring toilet paper. Toilet paper, in napkins, everything, you go into a restaurant, and the, the woman went into the restaurant, and they come out with this look on their face, no toilet paper. In, in restaurants and different places and stuff, maybe the people take it or whatever it is. And um, some of them said, well, at least it had a toilet um, seat because some of them there's no toilet seats. Can you imagine? We're talking in restaurants. And some, when they bring you, the, you know how you, you go to a restaurant and you got your napkin and, you, and uh, yeah. your silverware on top of the napkin? It will be a uh, paper napkin that they actually cut into a single uh, s- strip, one little strip of teen, like like this little notepad piece I got on, over here. Looks like an index card. Yeah, yeah. And that's what goes in the, in the thing, and I, and I pick it up, and I, you know, it's like dabbing <laughs> a little in the corner of whatever it is. That there must be a paper issue. So, so were you able to buy some while you were over there? In my hotel room, I had it, okay. and I try to take care of business first thing in yeah. the morning and be yeah. done with it. But the ladies go in, they even when they have to pee, right? They have to use Sure. And they would come out, and no toilet paper wow. again. And then after the first day, they have in their little bag a little thing rolled up or something that they brought. But there must be a paper issue. I don't know. Am I saying something crazy? 
Did you know this? No? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. See, he keeps his secrets, man. It's all secretive. <laughs> they can only say so many things, you know. It's a, it's a different country over there. Um, Cigar Authority events coming up uh, October 10th, which is next Saturday. Nick Malillo, Nick Malillo from El Wednesday Cigars. There's like four Italians in this industry, and he's one, and I can't even say his name. Uh, Foundation Cigar Company. Uh, he'll be joining us here live the following week, October 17th. Avo Synchro with brand manager Scott Colossier uh, joins us. Uh, and uh, I guess I can say it now that um, on the Halloween edition of the Cigar Authority, we will be doing a, uh, a special uh, cigar event that we're going to um, smoke two different cigars during the night. No they will not be in the care package because the care package is already out. We talked about this five weeks. Yep. Hmm. So on the fifth week, which is the last week of it, it is not in the care package. Uh, and this is why we will be smoking Cuba versus Dominican Republic. Cuban Cohiba versus Dominican Cohiba. Side by side, taste challenge. We're going to smoke them both at the same time. We're going to get into it and see which one's better. The differences between the two, um, and uh, we'll see how it goes. That's a good challenge. Okay? Awesome. So Cuba versus Dominican Republic, Cuban Cohiba, the best top of the line of Cohiba, and the best there are, and I have four of them. I have them here already, so we can do this, versus Cuban uh, versus Dominican, Dominican Cohiba, and we have 400,000 of them here, so there's no problem there. <laughs> But uh, we're going to do it. So awesome. that'll That's be on the Halloween show. Uh, November 9th, the Cigar Cartel event with Steve Saka in his Sober, Mo- Sober Mesa. Did That's I say right. it nice? Yep. Sober Mesa. Uh, Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust. Steve Saka will be with us. So will the folks from Cigar Cartel. That is a uh, Facebook group. Yes. Um, yep. It's out there in biggest large one. form. Yeah. yeah. Biggest group on Facebook. They're cranking. Um, so we'll have them on and uh, moving way ahead to November 18th, the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. Our anniversary party is over. We will start strategizing and putting that together at this point. The cutoff has already happened. I look forward to that because that was great last year. We sat down and we all argued for what we yeah. thought should be it's, in there. It's a big mess. It's it was, a fight. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah you <laughs> like it. You like the arguments? You should spend more time in my office. We do it every day. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we'll get ready for that. So that's uh, upcoming things. Uh, I mentioned some of those things uh, so you can know on the care package type of thing. But as I said, the uh, Cuban cigars are not in the care package, understandably why, right? Um, What else do we have? Uh, It's time to look at the Tweets of the Week brought to you by Recluse Cigars. Well, it's time for the social media segment brought to you by Recluse Cigars, the cigar that was built on social media. All Recluse Cigars go through eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years to guarantee you balanced flavor. Try a Recluse Cigar today. Today's, today's social media is brought to you. Oh, that's one of the end. I don't even know how to read these that's things. Right. Jonathan should pre-record these. He should be debonair enough. Just Chuck does his. He used to, and I made him do it live. Uh, Chuck used to, does his own gentleman's way. Yeah. Pre-records it and, you know, doing Jonathan's work. And these... Are the best. And there you go. And these are the best tweets that I saw all week. On Twitter, we get excited if someone follows us. In real life, we get a restraining order. <laughs> Good. Nice. See, I like that. I enjoy shopping online because at least I don't have to act shocked when my credit card gets declined. 
There's no worse feeling than realizing your significant other has fallen asleep and you spent the last 20 minutes watching Real Housewives by yourself. Ah. If Coca-Cola really cared about the obesity problem, they'd put cocaine back in their recipe. <laughs> there we go. And the best tweet I saw all week, my new diet goal, I want to lose just enough weight so that my hand will fit in the Pringles can. There we go. Today's social media brought to you by Recluse Cigars, Rolled and Two Bar, the old Cuban way for an effortless effortless and perfect draw every time every time and we had the uh, folks from recluse cigars at our anniversary party beautiful letter they sent me uh honored to be there they couldn't believe that they were mixed in with the people that they were mixed in with absolutely not mm-hmm. uh jr dominguez and scott weeks honored to have them here uh and being part of the cigar authority Who show was the beautiful woman that was with them that was uh, Jose Dominguez's daughter, J.R. Dominguez's sister. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she just uh, finished college. She was cold. She had on like two jackets. Yeah, yeah. They cold weather and stuff. They, yeah. They're just not used to it. But um, um, Jose uh, called me and said, can she come? I said, of course. And um, uh, she wanted to see, because she's new to the cigar industry, again, just like my daughter, her whole life in the cigar industry, but now she started working there uh last time i was down there i saw her i said oh my god here you know we're seeing this next generation we're seeing it uh here's lito gomez's son now mm. uh um, tony that shows up at our anniversary party first time ever being in new england never mind coming just to our anniversary party and here comes the next generation i'm getting old man i'm, I'm watching i grew up with the Florida dominicana and now the next generation comes in and listen i'm not leaving i'm staying awesome so, did anyone uh, sing the Jose Dominguez song to Jose Dominguez? <laughs> no, he wasn't here. Oh. He, was, he wasn't there. J.R. the son was, but uh, it's p- very possible. It's a popular that, song. It is. It's, uh, I hear uh, people sing it in my house, you know, just walking around, and, you know, and I usually point it out, and they say, no, no, you know, <laughs> but it, it sticks in your head. Oh, it's you know, fantastic. It's stuck. You know, you can't get out of it. So, uh so, final thoughts on Bandolero. Bandolero, not in a porcelain jar. It's in a tin jar. Very unique jar, though. I, I, if you do get it, you save the jar. The jar is a humidifier like all of them, humidifier built into it. But the, the unique thing on that jar is when you get the next jar of it and get a different size, the, the front of the jars tell a story, and they stack into each other yeah. to tell the story. And you build up until you get all eight of them. And you can read the story. The story is in the back in Spanish. Unique situation also. Pack two, pack three. That's what we have. Mm. So where is pack one? Pack one is in Europe. It's European thin sizes and just for them. They have the same jar, different pitches that are on it to tell the story. But in the back of it, in the back of uh, all of them, tells the story in Spanish of the bandolero. And the bandolero, a unique figure that from 1717 to 1817 um, was created because cigars, Cuban cigars were not rolled in Cuba. Cuban cigars were rolled only in Spain. The British crown controlled it. They control it still to this day. Uh, but they didn't, it was actually against the law to roll a cigar in Cuba for 100 years. And uh, you would go to jail or possibly executed if you rolled a cigar in Cuba. That's how strong it was. But this infamous figure, the Bandolero, was created 
and he would go to the farmer, and he would buy tobacco, and he would put them on small boats, and he would go to other islands, other places, where they would get that tobacco in, say, Costa Rica, for instance, or somewhere in that area, and they would now roll a cigar there, and then they would export it and bring it to the other countries. And the connoisseur at that point would taste the cigar and say, I know what this is. It would just be sold as a cigar, but I know what this is. truly unique. It's delicious. I love it. And nobody would ever say anything. And this was the bandolero. Well, that story is actually printed in Spanish in the back of every jar in the United States. But in Europe, where they speak Spanish, they have put a giant sticker over the story. Oh, it cannot be shown. What are the health? Uh... No, nothing to do with health. It's, it's, a, it's a true story of the bandolero. But they don't want the consumer no kidding. to see the story. They're censoring Am I saying it. I'm okay with what I said? It's totally right. It's the truth. So They're censoring the story. Correct. Wow. Correct. But that is the story. If, wow. you re- if you read Spanish, you get the bandolero thing, or you have it translated or whatever. That is the story that I just told you, more elaborate on, on the back of the jar. But they can cover the story all they want. <laughs> but if you connect the jars like I'm telling you, the pictures tell the story that I just told you also. Now they're going to have to stick at the front of it too. But the, the pictures will say, you know, you've got to actually put the puzzle together correctly to do it. But... He thinks of everything how he does it. The bottom of the jar has a, a molded so that the lid that uh, yeah. turns into the humidifier mm-hmm. pops up and the sponge is built into there, mm-hmm. uh, locks into the other one. <coughs> you just can't believe the workmanship and thought process that went into there. But they have a lot of time. They're in Cuba and there's no place mm-hmm. to go and they have time to think about things like this. I wonder if there's any thoughts to maybe bring Volume 1, Act 1 uh, to the States. To the States. None, right? Uh, pack one stays in Europe. Yeah, yeah. Always? Always. So if you're a U.S. consumer and you want that pack one to make the complete story, your only option right. is to go to Europe. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But believe me, Road trip. pack two and pack three tell the story. <laughs> and pack your own toilet paper, too. That's yes. right. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently. Didn't, didn't know you had to do that. We should do a road trip to Europe and do a show from there. From... Anywhere in Europe. Do you just want to? Yeah, I'm just trying trip. to weasel a trip. I know. I, I see you, man. I, I can hear you loud and clear. <laughs> All right. Quick show. That's it. Um, he ran the factory in Nicaragua for Drew Estates uh, while working on acid. He created the famous Liga Pavada cigar. He was the one that blended it uh, under the eyes of Steve Saka. And uh, we know what happened with Liga Pavada. Uh, now Nick Malillo is, uh, has his own uh, cigar. El Wawense, and he joins us right here on the Cigar Authority next week. Uh, I'm going to ask him why El Wawense and why he made it so confusing of doing it. But listen, we're talking about it, so maybe yes. that's the magic of what it is. So uh, it's working anyway. So until then, you've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Radio Network. And if you've learned nothing for the past two hours, learn this. Whether you're smoking your Byron, Atabay, or Bandolero, Just keep the lit end out of your mouth, and we'll see you next week on The Cigar Authority.
this is Pat Whitley. Can I have your attention for a second? I want to tell you about a fellow named Dave and the fact I have been buying my cigars from him since 1985 when they first opened up. Two Guys Smoke Shop. Now, Two Guys Smoke Shop have three convenient locations right over the Massachusetts border in tax-free New Hampshire. Now, here's something I bet you didn't know. Two Guys Smoke Shop is America's largest cigar shop and has the largest inventory of cigars anywhere. Wait till you see this place. You're not going to believe it, all right? Now, if you like cigars, you can't find a better place to buy them than at Two Guys Smoke Shop. They're in Salem, New Hampshire, Seabrook, New Hampshire, and their new location in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. It is worth the ride. You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's Stogie Heaven. With a million choices, it's 